So you're 11 years old. You're ruling the school at 11 years old. And everybody had gone out to recess. Live from the basement, it's Building a Better Dave. Check us out at betterdave.com. Email us at dave at betterdave.com. Or call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Now, here's your host, Dave Jackson. Hey, welcome to Building a Better Dave. If you're new to the show, we're doing quick little episodes every day in November, and I'm finding out that you hate me talking about old albums, and I'm up to number seven. We have seven more to go. I don't have a huge number of downloads for this podcast, but they are dropping fast. (laughs) And today we're going to go back to, I was 11 years old. I was in Mrs. Lewis's sixth grade class. Mrs. Lewis was awesome because she had this cool kind of Irish accent and she was so laid back. And I remember this one time, I walked in and Mike Diceman and Scott Kaufman were going to kill me. They were the bullies of the school and I'm running all over the school as fast as I can. And I run to the room and I'm like, Mrs. Lewis, Diceman and Kaufman are going to kill me. And she goes, all right, don't bleed on the floor. And I was like, what? And I literally was like, I had to keep leaving. It was amazing. She was so laid back. I think she was just waiting to retire, but it was really, really cool. And so the one day, so you're 11 years old, you're ruling the school at 11 years old and everybody had gone out to recess. And I had a friend of mine that was really into kiss, just kept telling me how great they were. And I'm like, I think they suck. I don't get it. You know, and I, their first three albums do not sound good. I don't know who produced those or whatever, but it's like, talk about live from the basement. Hoofa. And so they came out with this album, Kiss Alive. Now, here's the fun thing about this album, right? It's this amazing live album that you find out later is just about anything but live. In fact, I listen now and like, how did I think this was live? Like, you can almost hear the loop of audience as it goes back around again and again. But it was one that really did capture kind of the energy. It just didn't sound quite so crappy. And so he's like, man, I got to play you this song. And you would think it would be like one of their classic hits. I mean, this was this was number one. It was a double live album, which back in the day was like the thing. But they had Strutter, Hotter Than Hell, Firehouse, Parasite's a great song to play on the guitar, uh, 100,000 Years with this, what we thought was a great drum solo. Look, I'm not a drummer by any means. I can keep a beat. I'm here to tell you, I'm pretty sure I could play Peter Chris's drum solo with one arm, I think. Uh, Black Diamond is a great song. Rock Bottom, Cold Gin, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, and of course, Rock and Roll All Night. But the song that really caught me was a song called She. And I'm not, I, you know, Ace Freely is who he is. I've never thought he was a great guitar player. He's kind of the Jimmy Page of my generation, where he's kind of sloppy and nothing really great. But in the middle of this, there's this weird breakdown where it's just the drums and the guy singing. And he makes these noises that my friend and I would affectionately refer to as squeaks. Now, the true term is it's an artificial harmonic 
But here's the thing that I was just like, wait. And we played it over and over and over. And this is one of those turntables that you would only see in an elementary school where you took off the lid, you put it on, and the speaker was in the front of it. And that way it was really portable. And I remember we we turned it all the way up to 10, and the poor thing is just distorting. Uh, I think we actually pointed it at the window of recess so people could hear it on the playground. But that little, I was like, wait, what? What was that? What? What was that? I haven't heard a guitar do that yet. Apparently, not listen to any ZZ Top at that point. But that really, really got me. And it's weird because I can squeak now like a ton. I mean, it's it's actually kind of my thing. I like to play with harmonics when I'm playing the guitar. Maybe later on, as we uh, get towards the end of the month here, I'll, I'll play a little guitar here and explain why Eddie Van Halen is like a genius, uh, but not really. And uh, so it's kind of funny that that was the thing that really triggered it. And I I just remember sitting there. I can, I mean, we were in, they had the, uh, it's it's weird how you have different memories that are vivid. Because I remember the desks were in a U. They made a big giant U. We were in the middle of the U, sitting on the floor, listening to that album. And that was his album, and that's when it became a kiss nut from that point over. And I had my brother was funny. My brother was like me, hated Kiss so much, thought they were just awful. And we finally played him some songs and didn't tell him who it was. And they were like, That's Kiss. And he goes, I knew it, man, it sucked. Which is funny. So that is uh number what are we up to? Seven of albums that really I was like, whoa. And the next one was one that gave me like my first official guitar hero. Like I was, you know, I've mentioned Angus Young here, but this was one that I was like, no, no, this is like, this is my dude. This is the album that I was like, wow, I'd never heard of this guy before. He came on the scene and I was like, how do you combine like heavy metal and gypsy music. It was really, really cool. So I'll be talking about that tomorrow. Stay tuned if you are so courageous to do so, because apparently some of you, not so much. You're tired of hearing Dave talk about old albums. But hang tight. We've got another six more coming. Woohoo! Woohoo!